Hare Krishna devotees, Dandavatnanam, all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are so fortunate to have Her Grace, one Malini Manjuri Mataji from Cedar Rapids. Today Mataji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, uh, Chapter 6, Verse 15. Hare Krishna Mataji, please take over the call. Hare Krishna. My daughter sometimes to all the devotees on the call. Thank you so much. Um, once again, I feel myself very fortunate to have an opportunity to discuss Srimad Bhagavadam in the association of all wonderful devotees here who have been chanting so sincerely and who have been regular. So we'll start with Mangalachar and prayers and we go to today's verse 5.6.15. Mataji, I didn't hear the recording sound. Did you start it? Yes, Mataji. Yes, Mataji, I have started the recording. Oh, thank you, Mataji. I'm just checking. Om Agnana Timirandasya Gnananjana Shalakayam Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaham Sri Chaitanya Manu Bistam Sapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupahakada Mahiam Dadatiswa Padantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Utapadakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavamsham Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sagnaragnatan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Sri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakan Vitaan He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpati Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Mostati Saptakanshana Gavangi Radhi Vrindavani Shwari Vrishabhanu Sukhe Devi Pranamami Haritri Vanchakal Pataruvyasya Krupa Sindhu Bhevacham Patitanam Pavani Bhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Namaham Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prajanityananda Shri Adraita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhaktavrandam Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Narayanam Namaskrutyam. Naram Jaivanarontamam. Devim Saraswati. Vyasam Tato Jayamudirayet Nastaprayeshu Abadreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Sloke Bhagavatya Uttama Sloke Bhaktir Bhavati Nahishtiki So today um, we are reading 5.6.15 Konvasya kastam aparo nugachen 
Generally, yogis desire the yogic perfections of anima, lagima, mahima, prakamya, prapti, istiva, vastiva, and kama vasitva. Lord Rishabhadev, however, never aspired for all these material things. Such siddhis, perfections, are presented by the illusory energy of the Lord. The real purpose of the yoga system is to achieve the favor and shelter of the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But this purpose is covered by the illusory energy of yoga maya. So-called yogis are therefore allured by the superficial material perfections of anima, lagima, prapti and so forth. Consequently, ordinary yogis cannot compare to Lord Rishavadeva, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Hope you all can hear me clearly, Matajis and Prabhujis. Yes, we can yes, hear you. Yes, So, this is the 15th verse, continuation of Lord Arishabhadev's teaching. So here, who is that mystic yogi who can follow the examples of Lord Arishabhadev? So, the yogis who, who practice Sastanga Yoga <clears throat> generally are blessed or um, are given these eight siddhis. Uh, these siddhis are like, they all are... Um, um, having different, they give a different, different uh, supernatural power that we can say, uh, which um, otherwise the human beings won't have. Uh, like anima is like, I think, becoming shorter than what you are right now. Um, uh, it will, sh- we can shrink and then we can uh, uh, go and do whatever we want. So this reminds us of Lord Hanuman, who when he was crossing the ocean to reach Lanka, he uh, 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 Surasa is the ma- is the monster which opens its mouth to and then says that you have to uh, enter into my mouth and go. I have to eat you. Uh, so it opens its mouth huge, and uh, Hanuman actually becomes very small. So he goes into the mouth and then he comes back. So like that, anima is like when you where you can make your body smaller. 
and mahima is like i think we where you can make your body bigger like huge so same we can see the examples of um, uh, lord hanuman himself during the crossing of the ocean or during sundra kanda how he becomes huge to cross the ocean and then when he was crossing the ocean um uh, the the mountain the trees on the mountain the animals on the mountain the fishes in the uh, the different kind of inhabitants in the ocean have kind of trembled and came out because he was so huge he was crossing so singularly and like that all these have a different different uh, a different different um, uh, uh, powers like becoming short becoming uh, heavy becoming light are uh, able to produce things uh, from the air and um, uh, go, uh, know where what is happening anywhere else or if something is hidden where is it um like that like and also um uh, like or attaining a form uh, whatever they desire so these are the eight siddhis uh, which they come automatically when we master in the ashtanga yoga it's not that the meditation uh, the small meditation that we do every day because the ashtanga yoga itself has eight steps and uh, we have already discussed many times about those like it starts with celibacy truthfulness honesty controlling of senses mind and all and sitting in a posture and focusing on krishna or super soul paramatma they won't really believe uh, in the personal form of the lord and paramatma and by doing like that um and uh, by having a uh by by fixing their mind on uh, supreme uh, supreme absolute truth um when they are practicing these this this will come to them and this this is called eightfold achievements of mystic perfection or like um this is the fruit that they will be give and they uh, they will achieve they will get when they are practicing this but most of the time all the mystic yogis get attracted to these and they get distracted from reaching the absolute truth so that is the problem and that is what here is mentioned like who will be like rushabadev who is not attracted by these kind of things because rushabadev is supreme personality of god uh, krishna himself um so it is very difficult for any mystic yogi to follow the example of lord rushabadev because these kind of eight yogic perfection attracts them and they start using them uh either either when they are overcome by desires or in their anger so they 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 get they use this and then they they lose their yogic power so if we really observe these are all material things and temporary these these are nowhere compared to reach to reaching the supreme uh to getting the shelter of lotus feet of lord or to favor or to go back to the spiritual world that is way higher even if they can reach the paramatma in their heart um and with mercy of the devotees of the lord they will be able to go back to the spiritual world so when compared to that these mystic powers that they achieve are very very small uh but then they get allured to these things and they get distracted not only the people who are practicing ashtanga yoga and these powers but when we are practicing bhakti yoga also um when we are very sincerely chanting and uh, practicing all the regulative principles and engaging in all kinds of nine kinds of um, uh, devotional service uh, 
uh, we see, we ourselves see that we kind of get a kind of a name, uh, power, and everybody starts respecting us. And um, uh, we kind of feel like we have a little control on how the things are happening if we happen to be any temple or anywhere. So these, these are also allurements given by the Maya. As Prabhupada mentions in this word, Sadsiddhis or perfections are presented by illusory energy of the Lord. So the illusory energy of the Lord presents these allurements to the devotees who are practicing to test them whether anything material is going to attract them, divert them from reaching their goal. So those of us who are perfectly, those of us who have a perfect fix, our mind on the goal, of reaching Supreme Personality of Godhead should always be very careful of all these kinds of dangers or allurements that the Maya provides us. In day-to-day -day life, when we are practicing, like a small devotee itself, if we have been regular, let's say for some service, whatsoever may be the reason, like uh, let's say I, I may be like kind of some person who is very lazy to cook, so if, if a program is happening in, in temple every day, so I will attend regularly uh, for prasadam, but I, because I'm att attending the program for prasadam, but I should not go directly to prasadam. So I'll also go and listen to uh, lectures every day. Even if I do with an ulterior motive, over a period of time, because we are associated with the supreme thing, absolute truth, his katha, his names, his, his, his pastimes, um, we, 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 we get attracted and at the same time, we, uh, Maya presents us these kinds of allurements and people, everybody starts praising us that, oh, Prabhuji and Mataji, you are so regular, you're attending the program and you're using the Krishna Katha every day. So people start uh, praising us. So if we get attracted to that, the, we can use it as, uh, we can use everything in the service of the Krishna and also we can use, we, can, we may attach it to ourselves and we may fall down. So we have to be very, very careful to, rem uh, uh, to remember always that what is our constitutional position. So anything that is getting offered to us, as Krishna says in the third chapter of Bhagavad Gita, that those, he uses that with reference to the food, that those who are eating food which is not offered to Krishna are merely eating sin. That's what Krishna says. Similarly, all these kinds of... Um, uh, attractions that are offered by illusory energy, we should be very, very careful to pass it on to the uh, parampara and Krishna, offer it to Krishna. Otherwise, if we get attached to that, we get attracted to that, we get diverted from our goal of reaching Krishna, which is the whole perfect, uh, whole purpose of the human form of life. These, even, um, even before reaching Krishna, or uh, to make our, uh, we have to make our life perfect first because it is not that difficult. Even when we are going to the spiritual world, like uh, after getting realized liberation, uh, on our way to spiritual world, we will be going through the heavenly planets because that is one last test given by a Supreme Personality of Godhead's energy, illusory energy. Oh. Uh, you want to just take a tour of the heavenly planets, maybe you may feel like staying back here um, and you are not still ready to go back to a uh, spiritual world. So we have to be very careful until the last minute 
that we our goal is fixed that we have to go back to krishna to spiritual world to achieve our original nature original body to get our original body right now we are all trapped we are all spiritual by nature souls right now we are all trapped in these different kinds of material bodies and maybe uh we we have done enough fruitive activities that we have a comfortable life or we may be situating ourselves in mode of goodness uh and then we should not get settled there we should not get comfortable there thinking that okay life is going good um i'm practicing my devotional service every day regularly sincerely and there uh, uh, and there are no problems as of such i have understood so i, I this this sounds very good let me not push myself further than this and um, uh, get into any kind of troubles or any kinds of testing and we should not get comfortable at the mode of goodness mode of goodness is like a launching pad like where from where the airplane has to fly so if we get comfortable at the level of the mode of goodness then we may not reach our goal so we have to go beyond the modes keeping krishna in the center always whatsoever the distractions our mind offers whatsoever the praises or positions that we are reaching one constant reminder that we have to remind ourselves always is that i am servant of krishna i'm servant of krishna so this kind of understanding that we have in our mind whatever the appliances that we are getting in this material world we will know how to use them we will have a perception towards them that i am not the owner of this i am not the enjoyer i am not the controller this does not belong to me i am using for time being as it has been awarded to me by krishna so he is the proprietor he is the controller he is the enjoyer so this constant reminder to us this constant thought that we should keep on having in our mind keeps us focused on our goal and grounded so but nobody else can do that that's what this verse is mentioning like only rishabhadev could do and they, many yogis they get distracted by the, by these kind of eight fold perfections offered by yoga by maya so that's why here it is mentioned that um they can't even think with their mind to perform this so the real purpose of the yoga system is to achieve the favor and shelter of the lotus feet of supreme personality of godhead but this purpose is covered by the illusionary energy of yoga maya actually this is the real purpose this many the mystic yogas they won't even remember this real purpose or realize this purpose if they if they get diverted by these perfections so not only them with this verse we also have to remember that so we should not be like kind of okay uh, no this is not for me this is for those who are practicing a stronger yoga i may not be getting all these kinds of powers so i am okay but we also have a danger we also have another danger where we will be receiving lot of favors lot of favors by illusory energy illusory energy maya of the lord so if we forget our danger that is where we fall down because prabhupad once mentions that my devotees are not enough scared of the maya so we need to be always alert see when we when we know what is the danger that we have when we know our weakness we will be very careful that itself will protect us so we have to be very careful here and remember that the real purpose of the yoga the bhakti yoga or gnana yoga or karma yoga 
एंड वी स्पेशली जो भक्ति होगा वेर वी बिलीव इन द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड्स पर्सनल फॉर्म एज कृष्णा सो वी शुड नेवर गेट डाइवर्टेड विथ एनी ऑफ द मेटीरियल बेनिफिट्स दैट वी आर गोइंग टू अचीव और एनी ऑफ बी और वी शुड नॉट बी ग्रोइंग आवर मेटीरियल डिजायर्स ऑल्सो um so unless we get rid of our material desires or an uh, and anger we won't be getting steady in our devotional service so here the real purpose of the yoga is to achieve the favor and shelter of the lotus feet of the supreme personality of god hai we have to know the power of having supreme personality of god hai on our side uh, when we compare to his appearances and his uh, mercy and his blessings whatever this that we can get from these um, other material things is very little krishna can do anything for his devotee he has become a um, chariot driver for arjuna um, and we have seen from the stories of uh, bhagavatam that what all krishna can do for his devotee if he can become even a thief um, he can wash the dirty clothes the laundry of a devotee so krishna can do anything so we need to have that faith and that shraddha and that belief in in the words of krishna which he has spoken in bhagavad gita that he is going to um he is going to be there for us and we should not be thinking that all these material appliances as our strength see most of the time we think of the money that we have earned the relatives that we have the friends that we have or the job that we have as our strength because we see them as a direct uh, things but we have to remember that krishna is the cause of all causes so krishna is behind all those things so when we have krishna on our side when we have faith on krishna he may keep us happy in this material world even without a job without good health or anything sometimes we may not be happy having all these things also so we just have to remember that not these material things are our strength lotus feet of the supreme personality of godhead is our strength but this purpose is hidden by the illusory energy of yoga maya so called yogis are therefore allured by the superficial material perfections of anima lagima prapti and so forth consequently ordinary yogis cannot compare to lord rishabhadev the supreme personality of the godhead so all these superficial uh perfections are material they are not eternal material itself means they are temporary they are not permanent but once but if we have lotus feet of the supreme personality of god it krishna as our goal that is eternal that is permanent we can break the cycle of birth and death and we don't need to take uh, different different kinds of bodies and we can live in our spiritual body and serve the lord in our spiritual body in full strength for which for from where we have come here we can revert back so i'll also go to the next verse because this is a small verse itihasma sakala veda loka deva ब्राह्मण गाव परम गुरोसुदाचरीतमीरीतुश्रद्धयो 
help us to transform our lives because the whole purpose of the um, the whole purpose of Bhagavad Gita is not just to read at the time of death or um, only um, when we are old. The the it is to read in the beginning of our lives and know those principles so that we can use it. Similarly, the teachings of Lord Vishnu they were also for all yugas, for all kinds of people who are in all kinds of professions. These instructions are so powerful that even in this age of Kali, one can attain perfection simply by explaining instructions, following in the footsteps of Acharyas or listening to the instructions with great attention. So all these three people will be benefited, not just those who are speaking. So generally we have an um, impression because once we come to this... Um, <coughs> Once we come to a devotional service, um, practicing Bhakti Yoga, since we are not purified yet, we are not purified yet, we are still struggling, uh, we are still practicing Bhaktas, we bring this gradation even into the devotional service. How, how we bring this? It is, we think that those who are on the front line or those who are doing high positions in the devotional service like temple presidents or um, or uh, like a great singers or great speakers only these things are good it is not like that whatever the service that we do whether we are getting a material recognition for that service or not whether there are lot of audience for the service or not if we have audiences for that services, that is good because we are able to help others to become Krishna consciousness. But we have to remember that most importantly, when we are doing any service, it is actually a one-on-one -on -one with us and Krishna. Or getting audiences, getting um, uh, making audience audiences Krishna consciousness or remember Krishna, uh, making them remember Krishna by our singing or by our uh, by our lectures or, or by our services is all also important but we should not be worried and disgraced when that is not happening because most importantly if you are you if we get an opportunity to speak about Krishna for an hour whether we see um, physical audiences in front of us or not maybe you may be having one person or two person or three person so if we start rendering service based on the attendance of the people, that means we are not sincere towards our service because it's actually some. It's actually for purification. It is. It is actually for our own purification that we are rendering those service, and it is our one-on-one -on -one time with Krishna, getting ourselves connected with Krishna and speaking about Krishna and Krishna Katha. So if we can immerse ourselves in that kind of mood and we have that kind of attitude that I'm doing this for myself even if I'm speaking I'm listening to what I'm speaking and I am doing this for myself I'm speaking for myself remembering Krishna I got this opportunity and then this is something I'm offering to Krishna so that if that is our primary goal then we will be enthusiastic and encouraged in all circumstances if we miss that and if we are focusing on the other part of it, like how many audiences are there, how much praise I'm getting out of my service and all, then we will lose the whole purpose of doing the service, that is engaging ourselves in Krishna's service 
and also offering our services to Krishna and connecting ourselves to Krishna. So we, we miss this purpose when we focus on the external thing. See, most of the times, so when we take our phone with us to any kind of a service um, or anything, we get very distracted. We miss the whole purpose of going to the temple. We, must, we miss the whole purpose of going to the holy places because these things distract us a lot. So we should not forget our purpose, main purpose of what we are doing um, in, uh, keeping in the keeping in the reception of our service in mind. So we sh if we can focus on that, there is no small service, there is no high service, there is no frontline service, there is no backline service. When we are sincere in our service to Krishna, when we are doing it for the sake of Krishna, for pleasing Krishna, and we are giving our 100% to that, Krishna appreciates that and accepts that. Because Krishna never said that, oh, only when you are a frontline speaker, when you are a frontline person, when you do this, that, then only you are my devotee. He sees our sincerity. When we do something without any ulterior motive, and then when we are sincere, that is what attracts Krishna. So those who are listening, if those of us who are listening, who may not be speaking all the time, even if we do that sincerely every day, we are far better than those who do once a month speaking for the say for not for Krishna and for another ulterior motive. So the, when a Bhagavad Katha is going on, speaker and listener both are equally important actually. Because both are together rendering service to Krishna. There is no other ulterior motive here. So here it is as it mentioned that one can attain perfection. If, if only the speaker can attain perfection, Prabhupada will stop here. One can attain perfection by explaining the instructions, following in the footsteps of Acharyas, or listening to the instructions with great attention. So our devotional service starts with listening. May, we may not be speaking all the time, but if we can incur a habit of listening to that and also go a, a step ahead and practicing what we are listening, then we may go to a stage or where we can speak. So sometimes some people may be very experts in speaking, but they may not be doing all the other things. So um, there is no high or low service, and all the three of them will be benefited and will be achieving perfection. If one does so, one can attain the instructions. If one does so, one can attain the platform of pure devotional service to Lord Vasudeva. So if we are doing any of these things regularly, sincerely, within our own capacity, then we will achieve to the platform where we can render pure devotional service. Pure devotional service means Suddha Bhakti, which is not mixed with any karma, jnana, or any kind of other material allurements where we are rendering service just to please Krishna for his pleasure, for his satisfaction and only Krishna in the center. So if I have only Krishna in the center, if somebody asks me to clean the temple toilets or temple kitchen or temple rooms, I will be equally enthusiastic to do that than anybody asking me to go and dress the altar um, uh, and dress the Lord on the altar or speak or conduct the whole program of Janmashtami or something like that. So we go to that because my bhakti to Lord is not mixed with any of these kind, kind of these things.
and I'm I'm do I'll do any service to the Lord equally enthusiastic, equally eager, and with the same mood. The pastimes of the supreme personality of Godhead and his devotees are recorded in Srimad Bhagavatam. So those who recite these pastimes and listen to them will become purified. So Prabhupada says that listening and reciting these pastimes, both will be purified. So I see some of those devotees who are so regular on these Bhagavatam calls. When I when I come to render my service, I have a service on other sides. Like uh, I, uh, as a local group, to encourage my local devotees, I have a session going on. So I only render service on particular days on EDC, whether it is like somebody who is coordinating, uh, uh, who is doing an announcement in the morning on Thursday and Friday or any, any small service. I see some devotees who are so regular. The moment I see their names, that's what reminds me that how fortunate these souls are that they have been regular to some service, whether it may be in the, in the, in the position of a listening. But they are so regular. We may not be knowing what is the benefit that we are incurring. We may be thinking that, oh, who recognizes me? I'm, I'm just listening. Um, uh, it is okay. Today's speaker is good. Today's speaker is not good. I'll attend tomorrow. Without thinking all those things, some of the devotees are so regular in listening. They have a routine. They have a regularity in their service that 620. 6.20 in the morning means I have to go and listen to Bhagavatam. So they are coming to listen to Bhagavatam. They are not coming to listen to a particular speaker or a particular person or anything. For them, Krishna is in the center. I'll go there and I'll listen to Bhagavatam. So they have attained a kind of a regularity which is pleasing Krishna, which is very, very pleasing to Krishna. And they are very fortunate souls because they are doing something regularly without judging any, without judging any speaker, uh, uh, whether the speaker is saying good or not, whether they don't have any other motive there. They only have that Krishna Kata is happening there. I have to attend it and I have to listen and I have to start my day. So though that kind of thing pleases Krishna, not like uh, something where like, you know, uh, all that 11 months, I'll be very lazy. I won't be chanting. I'll be chanting in the night, in the afternoon, or in the day, or I won't follow any kind of things. And when Karthik comes, I'll be very regular. That is also good. But if we can do even a small thing, very regular every day, Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya, as we learn in the sloka, that pleases Krishna. So here, Prabhupada writes that immediately, if you all see, Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. As a matter of principle, devotees should read, speak, and hear Srimad Bhagavatam persistently, 24 hours daily, if possible. So this is the Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya, the sloka that we have, um, um, that we um, read in the beginning as the prayer. Nastaprayeshu Abhadreshu. Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya, Bhagavat Yuttama Sloke, Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki, by regular attendance, Prabhupada translates to it so nicely. Actually, if we start reading regularly um, uh, 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 Bhagavatam Bhagavad Gita, we can see Prabhupada speaking to us directly. He is addressing us directly. Every one of us have our personal experiences that Prabhupada is saying this to me. This is something I am lacking and Prabhupada is revealing it to me directly. So 
all of you who are reasoning regularly also make a small habit of 10 minutes of reading by yourself regularly where you will have a personal association personal encounter with prabhupada and you will be and you will be feeling prabhupada speaking to you krishna speaking to you directly so kadev goswami speaking to you directly so here prabhupada translates that by regular attendance in the classes of bhagavatam ityam bhagavata sevaya and by rendering service to the pure devotee all that is troublesome to the heart is almost completely destroyed nastaprayesu abhadreshu all the abhadras all the inauspicious things whatsoever it may be it may be material it may be spiritual so we may be thinking that oh bhagavatam is a spiritual thing and all the devotees are keep on saying that you don't you should not be seeking material desires so there is no use right now i have a material desire so let me go to never devi devta and pray for them for this material device and whenever i feel that i want a spiritual desire or a spiritual bhakti then i come back to bhagavatam no what say what what this loka is saying nasta prayeshu abhadreshu anything that your heart is right now feeling that it is inauspicious that is something that is bothering you a lot that will be removed you need to have that faith it by regular attendance in classes on the bhagavatam and by rendering of service to pure devotee all that is troublesome to the heart is almost completely destroyed It, it will be completely destroyed and loving service on to the personality of godhead who is praised with transcendental slog is established as an irrevocable fact so this is something we get when we go to krishna and we go to our devi devtas because um they are like they are somebody who have a protocol that okay a devotee is coming to you asking you this okay give them this so they only know to do that they don't know to do the overall goodness for us because we are praying them with certain kind of a thing they will be, they if they have in their power they will bestow you with that and they will go like how if you are going to any shop and asking a shopkeeper to give you an ice cream uh, a small baby is going a small boy is going and asking the shopkeeper will take the money and give but if you go along with your mother and if you ask your mother she may say that no 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 this is winter this is not good for you you have just recovered from cold wait for some time i'll give you in summer where it will be good for you or uh, you are having uh, this kind of sickness last time i know that then i gave you this you felt sick so let me not give you this until you develop some kind of resistance to this and then uh, so krishna is like that in chaitanya charitamrita chaitanya mahaprabhu mentions that when we go to krishna with our material desires also he will purify he will give that he will fulfill that he will bestow that material desire to us in such a way that we don't feel like asking it again or we never fe- we will never feel a need of it ever in our life even if we go with material desire to krishna so he not only destroys whatever is inauspicious in our heart or troublesome in our heart Prabhupada so nicely translates all that troublesome to the heart is almost completely destroyed. So, if there is something that is troubling me, my job or my uh, relatives or something, even that will be destroyed. It's not that you know if we are not at a level of a pure devotee, 
then Krishna will, it is not that Krishna won't solve our these problems and the, he will only push us to there. He knows and does the things which are favorable for our devotional service. So always we have to remember people misunderstand the things that whatever is favorable for our devotional service that we have to take. So other, I don't know where I was reading. I was reading so, um, I was reading and I was like very much, uh, uh, so devotees are not attracted to something because that is good or something is bad. Anything that is favorable for Krishna's service, we take that up. We, anything that is unfavorable for Krishna's service, we leave it. So he similarly, Krishna here removes everything that is troublesome to the heart. And not only that, what does he do? <clears throat> he, he, he establishes loving service onto the personality of Godhead, which is irrevocable. So this is what happens when we regularly attend Bhagavatam classes, when we listen regular sakas. So this is one point, um, <clears throat> 2.18 verse where it says, Nasta prayeshu abadreshu nityam Bhagavata sevaya bhagavatyuttama sloke bhaktir bhavati naishtiki. So this is the mood, this is the faith, this is the benefit that we are going to achieve by our regular attendance. It is, it is not, it is not, it doesn't depend upon Anything else other than Krishna, Krishna's message. So Prabhupada here, trans, uh, Prabhupada writes in the purport that Nityam, <clears throat> just a second, Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya. As a matter of principle, devotees should read, speak and hear Srimad Bhagavatam persistently 24 hours daily if possible. That is the recommendation of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Kirtaniya Sadahari. One should either chant the Hare Krishna Mahamantra or read Srimad Bhagavadam and thereby try to understand the characteristics and instructions of the Supreme Lord who appeared as Lord Rishabhadev. We have to understand how is the Supreme Lord and also the instructions. So sometimes we may not be able to conceive. It's very difficult to understand how Lord is doing. He's creating this material world, but still he's not, uh, uh, he's not in this material. These material things don't affect him. How he's in spiritual world. So it's, sometimes it's very difficult for us to pursue. But we should have faith that I am in a material condition stage where I can't understand him. And when I become perfect by practicing the Bhakti Yoga, all these things will be revealed to me and I will understand them. So until I become perfect, I need to have patience to understand the characteristics and I have to follow the instructions of the Supreme Lord by trying to learn and understand them through the Gurus who appeared as Lord Rishabhadev, Lord Kapila and Lord Krishna. In this way, one can become fully aware of the transcendental nature of the Supreme Personality of Godhead as stated in Bhagavad Gita. One who knows the transcendental nature of the Lord Lord's birth and activities attain liberation from material bondage and returns to Godhead. Janma karma chame divyam. This is from 4.9 where Bhagavad Gita Shloka where Krishna says that my janma and my karma or divyam or above modes, there is nothing I need in this material world. I am not doing the things to please anybody. All of us, we have to perform our prescribed duties to elevate ourselves in our devotional service and to elevate ourselves to liberation. Because we have right now been trapped in these material bodies, we have to get our spiritual bodies. So that's why even if we cannot perform pure devotional service, if we perform our prescribed duties, whatever the duties, whatever the varna and ashrama that we are in right now, 
even if we perform those duties sincerely we will be progressing on the path of getting liberated but krishna when he comes to this material world he is not striving for any liberation he is not trapped in his material body because he comes with his spiritual body he comes with his spiritual body down and he doesn't need to please anybody we are all performing our prescribed duties to please the devi devatas to please krishna so that we can live in this material world happily and also progress in our um, in our way to the spiritual world but when krishna comes down here he doesn't need to do any of those things because he is coming by his own choice to this material world for his devotees and also to attract the non devotees to show them what is the path how they can come so that's why if we see bhagavatam 10th canto there is one particular chapter a whole chapter which explains the activities the day nowadays you see in youtube or anywhere like you know my daily vlog what is my daily routine so like that in shrimad bhagavatam 10th canto there is complete chapter where uh, it explains what what is the, what what all the activities krishna used to do like a normal human being krishna used to do his activities because krishna says in bhagavad gita that yad yad acharati shrestha whatever the good people whatever the people who are popular do the normal people try to practice that so when we are growing in our devotional service when we are holding certain kinds of positions in devotional service when we are receiving certain kind of respect it it also has another side that we have to be very very responsible because we are setting a standard we are be, we are acting as an inspiration to the others so we are setting a standard there are people who may follow us who like us and follow us so we have to be responsible so krishna says that i'm coming to this material world if i myself doesn't do the prescribed duties all the all the people will get confused and they may quote me as an example and they stop doing i don't need to do any prescribed duties because i don't need to please anybody and i go back i came in my spiritual body and i'll go back to spiritual world whenever i want but these poor jeevas they are trapped in their material bodies and they have to perform their prescribed duties to please krishna to please devi devatas and if i don't do that they are already confused they are already thinking that my body is material my activities are material if they are at that stage and they start uh, if i don't act like them they may not follow me so i will act like them even though i don't have anything to achieve in this material world so that that convenient is lord that compassionate is lord that he comes and behaves like a human and he comes into this material world but otherwise he doesn't have anything to do his janma and karma are all transcendental or above the modes or pure spiritual so that's why when we try to understand the instructions of krishna or the activities of krishna are about his birth and his different incarnation what else that we are going to achieve we are going to get liberated from this material bondage no more taking any other body right now we are in human body if our activities are not good we may go back to the animal bodies if our activities are super good and if we are not doing pure devotional service and we are doing fruitive activities we may get devi devatas bodies or we, we may go to any of the other lokas mahar loka satya loka and then after our punya is done we may come back to here so we have to be very careful that we are doing pure devotional service and we understand the transcendental nature of lord's birth and death where we will be liberated and we will go back to godhead so i will conclude here any devotee wants to add anything 
or correct anything or comment anything or share anything please go ahead and i apologize if my voice is um, not uh, very audible <laughs> Hare Krishna Mataji, Dandavat Pranam. It was such a beautiful and wonderful class, Mataji. And uh, especially for me, who is uh, very new in this Krishna consciousness, uh, it's motivate me that I have to be regular in listening and hearing the Srimad Bhagavatam. Thank you, Mataji. I request all the devotees, please, uh, if they have any question and comment, please go ahead and ask. Mataji Hare Krishna, you gave a wonderful class and it was uh, very, we learned always from your lectures with your good references. I enjoyed it. Hare Krishna, Hare Bol. Thank you so much, Prabhuji. And uh, Mr. Shilata, Father and Guru Krishna. Hare Krishna, Mataji. <coughs> Such a wonderful, beautiful class, Mataji. Yes. And full of enthusiasm and so many tips and tricks for being serious and sincere in Krishna consciousness. And your voice is not good, but still you gave so nice class, Mataji. So it's uh, so inspiring to see your dedication for this call and preaching Krishna consciousness. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Mataji. Thank you so much. All glories to Srila Prabhupada, Guru and Krishna. Hare Krishna Mataji, Dhanur Pranam. Uh, it was such a nice class. Uh, and we got new lights uh, of that Nikam Bhagavata Sevaya, that sloka that we chant every day, but uh, sometimes we lose sight of the meaning. Uh, so, yeah, it opened our eyes. Thank you, Mataji. Thank you, Prabhuji. All glories to Srila Prabhupada, Guru and Krishna. Hare Krishna Mataji, Madarat Pranam to you, Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai, Guru Maharaj Ki Jai. Thank you so much for the wonderful class. And uh, yes, uh, you're absolutely right that, uh, you know, regularly hearing Srimad Bhagavatam only develops taste in us. Like, uh, I know initially in my Krishna consciousness, I could never think that I would uh, open a Srimad Bhagavatam. First of all, I was very overwhelmed with so many books. I was thinking that Bhagavad Gita only I'm not able to understand. So how will I go through this? But all thank you to the senior uh, devotees, Adiguru Prabhuji, Shamarasika Mataji, and yourself, Mataji, and uh, uh, Shanagata Mataji. There's so many uh, of us are there here. Uh, not too many, but mostly they're all senior devotees here. And, you know, continuously this has been going, Badrani Prabhuji, has been, this has been going on. And, uh, uh, you know, and uh, we have been imbibing only listening, 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 no reading. So I was thinking, let the listening go on, you know, and uh, I will, uh, you know, like I will read uh, uh, because I have two Bhagavatam sets. Generally, I engage my daughter, my younger daughter also in, in reading, you know, so very kindly one Mataji uh, had the second one sponsored for me uh, from Alachua. And uh, so I got that, uh, you know, like uh, I paid half and another Mataji paid half. So uh, then, like, you know, so then we, so now I read beyond Canto 3, but it took us, took us a lot of months to come to Canto 3 to read. 
and the amazing thing about shrimad bhagavatam is that uh, uh, you know one time i think shila propad was mentioning that uh, somebody said we're not able to understand or there's a language issue or something like that so propad said this is for the soul this is for the soul this is a mm-hmm. food for the soul not for your mind senses intelligence you know mm-hmm. so similarly you know hearing um, because of being engaged uh, because of senior devotees here because of being engaged in doing little bit of seva and hearing now what happens is when i'm reading the bhagavatam i'm recollecting back uh, to uh, some uh, speakers i sometimes even recollect which speaker had said that it's amazing mm-hmm. Uh, you know and i'm feeling so happy uh, being engaged in reading at least 5 to 10 verses um, yes. every day uh, sometimes not on weekends but uh, weekdays uh, so that ruchi came through this call only so i'm just g- giving my experience so maybe just like uh, pooja mata ji was saying um, yes uh, rapt attention is very very important you know because uh, we really have to zone out from this material world which is anyway like you know not a very perfect place to stay uh, like mata ji mentioned so many points in the beginning that uh, uh, you know she was also saying that uh, and one of the points i my mind got completely i mean i'll recollect i mean um, in a similar context like i mean uh, the maya is so strong we should know mm-hmm. that right you mentioned about yeah. maya so yeah. Yeah. yeah and uh, so it's you know we are like a when we know that there are so many distractions and everything you know and uh, like i know there some people who just uh, you cannot reach them on the phone uh, from uh, uh, this time to this time you nowadays people are like not available on the phone no phone yeah. with them so this is like getting off or distraction and then uh, you know doing because this is really really now i mean getting into kali yuga the other day i was walking in the morning nowadays mm-hmm. the weather is very cold and i and the bus stop there were like five six children it was a middle school middle school you know like small children mm-hmm. only mata ji each and every child had a cell phone in their hand when i walked past not a single person looked up who yeah. looking by it was yeah. so depressing it was so depressing yeah. and i really felt that what age is this and even there was one time i was in the sam's club and we were going mm-hmm. for our shots and there was two small kids very small kids mm-hmm. must be 3 years old mm-hmm. uh, two boys both had cell phone mm-hmm. the, the parents gave them cell phone our uh, main enemy <laughs> is the phones only <laughs> right now in this world for anybody in any field in corporate yeah. field or anywhere because it's the biggest distraction if we don't control our mind and regulate using of the phone um it is yes. so uh, it's so difficult that it will distract sometimes we may be thinking that it's so useful to engage in service at the same time uh, it will also distract us so uh, i myself regulate a lot because i work and i have a team in india they start working very early so they start yes. pinging and those those ping work messages will distract so i just put a message saying that unless the world is falling i'm not going to answer until 8 9 uh, like 8 o'clock in the morning uh, if something is really really urgent you have to call me i won't be checking my messages so i made it very strongly like you know it took time for me to practice that that i don't open so many things until 
the chanting morning bhagavatam session finishes until 8 like unless the family yeah. thinks i tell them that you know you have nowadays like all my family also know when i won't be available on the phone i won't take the calls so they'll call me if something is important so we will get we think that to maintain the social associations we we are afraid to say that to people that this is my no phone time uh, if something is really important you have to call me because that is what we used to do earlier we used to call people and i wonder i don't know in my childhood there were not even phones like that people used to write letters or send people so we were not that eager and restless to know the information right now we are making so many other things as a source of our anxieties like okay we will give a message in whatsapp i see people getting worried that oh it has a double tick or one tick did they read if they read why they didn't reply why so so much we are bringing problems unnecessarily to our lap and to our hand so we really have to refrain ourselves shut ourselves off from all these things peacefully if you have a book for bhagavatam and if you are convenient don't even read on phones bhagavatam because read on books because i miss because i conduct some calls where i will share screen um, and i read on veda base i appreciate that a lot but i feel like reading on book is like a personal touch because krishna's words krishna's paraphernalia krishna's things are all eternal spiritual so when you read it with a book sit uh, sit down and read with a book for 5 minutes even 5 minutes a day the personal connect with krishna shutting off everything material and focusing on krishna helps us a lot so as you are saying like phone has become a biggest distraction a biggest problem for all ages of people and for all levels of people like anywhere unless we exercise that control on ourselves by ourselves we won't progress we'll just distract i see nowadays like uh, those people in 60 70s um learning smartphone to play games on them so i was just wondering like you know you are retired we have lot of time so because they have not inculcated an habit to use it in old age like reading books or we should read enough before we become old that if we sit down in a sofa we should be able to recollect that or we can listen to that or something our mind should be with those thoughts so phone has become a biggest problem for so many people and so many of us are misusing us uh, we may not be watching the things that we should not be watching like porn or something or something but still we are constantly feeding ourselves with messages which are not needed for us like we are in all we we are so eager and we are so curious that we will put ourselves in all kinds of groups we want to know what is happening in those things and we need uh, so we should have a no time no no phone zone in our life in a day at least this this i won't look at my phone i'll do the needful things so that phone has become a biggest enemy uh, cooking phone is there working phone is there reading uh, chanting phone is next to us especially chanting at least we should not keep our phone next to us the world is not going to fall actually if it is really important people know how to call us they will call so keep only for calling louder uh, ringtone and then we should keep the phone away far away from us or if we are joining any of the chanting calls also we should keep it little far away and then chant um, so that we don't get distracted yes mataji phone uh, 
we need to regulate a lot. Yes, Mataji, and like in the phone, everything has been put there in the phone now. Yeah. There's time there, alarm there. Uh, there is all kind of facilities, recording, you know, Facebook, WhatsApp, Twitter. It's yeah. taking everything. And actually the purpose it was made is because, uh, you know, whoever discovered the smartphone was to kind of, uh, you know, make, uh, uh, like to sell in the market to make money. Mm. But, and for us, it's like we leave our phone at home and we're in the market, you know. Uh, like we're like, oh, you know, the other day my daughter called me and said, you know, your phone is here. So I'm like, let it be. That's good. I'm, I'm more peaceful now without it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I said, just uh, like, uh, let me know. I was, you know, I have my grocery list and stuff on the phone also. But yeah, you're right. Uh, I like that point you said, do not um, open any apps, you know, WhatsApp, this app, Facebook. And uh, just take out some time, uh, 15, 20 minutes in a day, if, if one is able to, then go to these apps. Yeah. But yes, like WhatsApp and messaging, we do have to check because of the, you know, if it's connected that to the same. you are doing. Yeah. yeah. But other Facebook, just you go on and on and on. And, and the mind that time says, let me see what's happening. Let me see what is up with others. Let me see yeah. what, you know. <laughs> and then you keep scrolling down, scrolling down. And then you realize 30 minutes are gone. Gone. Yeah. Actually, we think that, oh, no, 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 this is devotional only. I'm going and seeing all the temples pictures. I'm seeing this, that. And then we think like that. And then uh, later, in between, we'll get some more other personal things. And then, like, you know, it, it just, you go on any of those things, the time goes away like anything. So you, you really have to be very mindful uh, of the of these things and we uh, yes. so that... Uh, and especially when we are doing any kind of service, we should keep phone away. Whether we are cooking in our home for our deities, or when we are uh, chanting, when we are reading, or when we go to temple. This is something which um, I have done. I went on an atra uh, to all the places, and I didn't take phone with me at all. I left the phone in the room, and I went. Because when we take these highly costly things with us, most of the times our focus is on losing them. Our focus is not on looking at the deity or anything because we bring valuable things with us and then we will be very much worried about them or else we get distracted, we keep checking it. So I leave the phones where they are and go so that you have a normal one-on-one -on -one conversations with the people and also with the deities. You sit down, you look around. This is something you are going uh, maybe uh, uh, once once in your lifetime sometimes when you are going to India doing atros or anything. And then we get distracted by these things. So phone is something which I leave when I go to temples or uh, uh, atros because it, it distracts a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so that is something we all have to practice. Uh, because uh, we need to keep away the things which are unfavorable for devotional service slowly, slowly, which are not needed. Um, and uh, we need to tell to our near and dear ones to call us if they need us. So that helps us a lot. Um, and to not feed unnecessary information uh, in our mind and uh, worry about them, think about them. And also you, uh, you are one person I have in my mind when I say that... Uh, some of you are regular listeners because um, because you take up this service of uh, uh, coordinating, arranging. So you you and Chamarasika Mataji have no excuse that you have to be on the call uh, for any kinds of ups and downs. And in that way, unknowingly, you have been so regularly to the sessions 
and you have been listening to so many uh, uh, realizations and reflections of different speakers, which is enriching you actually. You may not be knowing. Uh, the other day when you were talking about uh, giving a session, you both may be well versed to give a session with all these reflections and uh, realizations. And uh, uh, this is something which you are not only serving Krishna, but you are also serving the devotees of Krishna. So double-folded benefit. Uh, ek, uh, one Buy one, get one free for you all. Because uh, you are doing the Bhagavad Seva for Krishna and you are also on the call to assist the devotees. Whoever is the speaker or listeners. So uh, not just Krishna, you are also serving uh, the devotees of Krishna. So this is like more better. See, the speaker may be uh, serving Krishna and also encouraging others uh, into the spiritual service, but you have one more step ahead of becoming a servant of a servant of a servant of Krishna. So please hang on there and please continue and never ever uh, get discouraged uh, by the attendance of the thing. Because when you are struggling in performing a seva, you are pleasing Krishna even more when you have showing that equal enthusiasm and sincerity in doing a thing. Um, so that really I, I kind of uh, get inspired by you both and many of here like uh, uh, like uh, Mahesh Prabhu, uh, Ma, um, uh, Ma, Malini Mataji, so many of you. So many of you I get inspired and uh, I just appreciate so much. Mataji, Mataji, you know, I was hearing one story from Radhisham Prabhu and there was a Mataji who used to make mala, you know, in one of the temples. So she uh, was, there was another Mataji overlooking, you know, in India it is like Mataji do services and there's another Mataji overlooking those Mataji. So this Mataji was telling another one that, you know, I can make, it takes me like uh, just one hour to do this. So, you know, can you also do it? She says, no, I can't do it. I'm not so good in doing, you know. She says, no, but you know, you should do. And she started saying like that to her. She said, it'll take me like four hours. He's giving her like a story, you know. So this senior Mataji intervened. And, and now the, this Mataji who was doing the, uh, the flower seva, you know, and telling the other one to do, the other one was a very good cook. She would make Raj Bhog and all sweets and everything. So, you know, she felt a pressure and then the thing is like everybody of us has an expertise. Like I may not, I may just be at, at the temple level. I may just be good at cooking and organizing and maybe cleaning. But I not, might not be good in uh, like painting or doing a DT Seva or, you know, other things. So uh, coming back to the story, uh, this uh, Mataji is like... Um, uh, intervened and said that uh, to the Mataji who's making mala, uh, uh, said that, you know, uh, why don't you tomorrow, why don't you come and make the Raj Bhog, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, this Mataji says, I'm not, I cannot cook because I am, my, my daughter cooks at home and I just do this seva. I don't, I don't even cook at home. My daughter is cooking. So then that Mataji was trying to convey to, I know the other day, uh, <clears throat> Ranganath Govind Prabhu, right? Mm -hmm. So he was telling me uh, to give class and why don't you give class? <laughs> but the point is, you know, like, I mean, you started at 7.30, Mataji, it's 8.30, right? Around 8, 8 uh, 8.20 you finished, I think, probably. Mm -hmm. So continuously one hour with the same flow, so nicely and different thoughts were coming. Just So this is because, you know, like you're a good orator. There's, there's this quality in you, which, you know, you're using to, to serve Krishna. 
right? Mm-hmm. Now it's not necessary that I'll have the same thing. <laughs> I might say some important points in the middle or maybe elaborate for five minutes on something. So coming back to the story, then that Mataji said, oh, no, 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 I cannot, uh, I'm not good in cooking, you know. So then she tried to convey to both the Matajis that whatever you are doing, you do to serve Krishna because you've been given that uh, art, you know, to do the mm-hmm. mala and let her do that. So, you know, so I'm just trying to uh, say one thing. I mean, you didn't say anything to me and, and I'm sure you didn't tell me to give a class. <laughs> and, you know, uh, but sometimes it's good to stretch. Like what happened is... Uh, Last to last Sunday, our temple president, Dwapan Prabhu, told me that, uh, Mataji, why don't you sing a Vaishnav song? Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, I've not even sung the Kirtan in the temple. And he's told me to do Vaishnav. I don't know what came to my mind. I was going through the book, Vaishnav Teachings. It is not mm-hmm. just, I didn't even know which tune to sing, which uh, instrument I will play. But then I saw this Amara Jeevan, Sada Papivu. That song mm-hmm. by Bhakti Vinod Thakur. It was mm-hmm. very simple. It was like more like Hindi than Sanskrit. Mm-hmm. So me and my daughter started singing, you know, like that song in uh, six standard. And we practiced for two, three days and we were all set. And when we went to the temple, uh, I was not able to, uh, uh, I mean, I was going faster to what the instruments were playing. Uh-huh. So like the president told me that Mataji, so nicely you sang, but next time we have to do little practice before. So we mm-hmm. all know that uh, which tune is going to go and everything, you know. So I really stretched my, I was so nervous, Mataji, to sing. <laughs> but you know, when I, when I was sitting in front of the DTs, uh, uh, Goranatraj DTs, and Srila Prabhupada's Archivagra was there, I just told them, I'm just doing it for you, so just take care, you know, this is not something I've not done. <laughs> yeah, you better take care. <laughs> so please take care of, you know, my, my tone, my everything, and you know, everything went well. And uh, so Dhapan was telling me, okay, so maybe once a month you can do Vaishnav song. I said, well, I don't know, Prabhuji, I'm more happy in the kitchen, you know, but sometimes it's good to stretch out, you know, like, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, like we all have our own expert things and the best thing about Krishna consciousness is like you mentioned in your class, whether I'm doing DT Seva or I'm going and cleaning the bathroom, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Krishna recognizes both of them. Yes. This is such a wonderful thing. Otherwise, you know, I have grown up in a culture where, you know, my grandmother, I don't want to say anything bad, she's not there in the world. But it's like, you know, the maid is going to do this. I mean, I'm sure it's in every Indian household. Yeah, the maid yeah. will come come from the outside door and and keep your slippers outside and then, then put the fan on and then go out from there only. Don't come inside the house. You know, mm-hmm. the maid who do cleaning was in that category. Okay, then the, the cook, you know, the cook was in the category. Take a bath in the morning, stay in the kitchen, mm-hmm. do the cooking and then go out and then again evening take a bath and come and do cooking. Mm. So he was put in a different category. Mm-hmm. So then you know what, what, what uh, imprints in our mind is that, oh, okay, the cleaning lady is lower job. You know, oh, cooking mm-hmm. is a little bit better. And then, mm-hmm. you know, other things like washer, uh, you know, dhobi job is a little bit different. So, but mm-hmm. in Krishna consciousness, even that, uh, you know, Srila Prabhupada has given us that no service is uh, bad service. Mm-hmm. Whether we're cleaning the bathroom or, you know, like in the, in the you know, soil or doing gardening. I mean, what is bad about Krishna consciousness? There's nothing. Every aspect mm-hmm. of it is like shining. Mm-hmm. We Why don't need to have any special skills. We just go and yeah. then go up there. And nobody's born, mm-hmm. you know, there's another point I want to say. Nobody's born into Krishna consciousness. A, a militia family, you know, 
like yeah. i was hearing pralad maharaj in his uh, you know he was uh, uh, completely surrounded with all demoniac people and just because he heard narad muni you know, in the stomach and he <laughs> was alive and i know that when i was pregnant at uh, that time i thought like i'm having this nausea and you know this that and i was like so much into uh, i'm sure my daughters both of them didn't hear any katha mm-hmm. but now after hearing that actually the you know time when the mother uh, is uh, uh, you know becomes a mother is the time when she conceives when when it's a positive right mm-hmm. that is the time the katha should start every day she should read here go to the temple because along with her the child is also hearing and how we heard this because of prahlad maharaj and we were so ignorant we didn't know about it Mm-hmm. but you know prabhupad made it clear to us and now this is so practical because now we know that our daughters sons will get married daughter in laws so we have to make sure that you know we do this for them and uh, because we didn't follow because we were so much in ignorance and uh, krishna was not happy with us that you know he would uh, you know chant on the tongue <laughs> he would give us chanting but you know and but, but now uh, you are doing so that's okay mantri yeah, all mercy of uh, all mercy of devotees mataji just and then when i'm reading and hearing more these kathas i'm trying to tell that how i can give it to my children forward you know we have to have, because yeah. now we are like we already lived our life most of us in 40s and 50s maybe 70s 60s also right mm-hmm. so we know how life is basically at this age we become grandmothers also but you know kaliyuga uh, children don't want to get married till they are 30 35 <laughs> so so now we just have to give and and how we can actually preach to the young people that should be our goal our children and to the youth mm-hmm. because if they imbibe it then it's going to go forward like you know it's good, the movement will stay for 10000 years but effort has to be done by all of us you know for the pleasure of shila propad so mm-hmm. i just wanted to say that much but yes mata ji thank you very inspiring class and uh, you know just um, please uh, you know like sometime what happens um you know the other day i made a i made a, like a bread in the bread machine mm-hmm. and i gave it to uh, my my sister and my sisters <clears throat> like i made it from uh, i put yeast in it but i offered to the pictures you know like that with tulsi and then i gave it to my sister mm-hmm. and my sister's uh, husband's brother was visiting so you know he had this bread there and it was offered prashadam and he says mm-hmm. i whoever has made this is exclusively good so nice it's so soft everything So mm-hmm. I was saying, all glories to you know Krishna, Krishna's uh, offering and it's prasadam. That's why he likes it, not because I made it, mm-hmm. not because of that. So, but what happened is, I, I subconsciously I got puffed up. Oh, I make good bread. That person was saying, you know, I'm like wow. And I after that time, then I made yesterday, and it didn't even rise. <laughs> so you know, it didn't rise. and i was like thinking oh you know he this one mohit came and said i make good bread and you know i was like what i can close my eyes and make it but then what happened so even if you know whatever service we are doing here whatever we are doing in life we still keep on want to ask for blessings and mercy because you know we ourselves put wo hota hai na jaise hum log bolte hain ki nazar lag jata hai aur we get puffed up so that happens at every step maya is there telling you oh, you're great close your eyes and make bread today <laughs> <laughs> and what happens then is that it doesn't come out well you know because we are not completely immersed in the uh, thoughts of krishna while cooking you know that we are cooking for his pleasure we are mm. saying we are expert we are cooking for ourselves so you know wherever uh, we